We running this, let's go. I'm on a boat, I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me, cause I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Salt Ships and Scuttlebutt, a World of Warships podcast. We're trucking along this week, episode 31. And my word, it has been a big week. We've had a patch, which is big in itself, and we've had a surprise roadmap update. But first off, greetings to Captain Greeny. How are you doing on the wrong side of the planet this evening? What do you mean the wrong side? This is the side that got to the moon. You, you, you lost sure. a ward of birds. You I'm sure. positive. I don't know I'm about positive. that. I don't know about that. But um, how is life on your end of the wrong side? I'm back at school, which sucks. I'm working four days a week, which is sapping away my free time. However, that is giving me money to spend on Warhammer stuff. So <laughs> You're a fucking nerd. It's all about perspectives. Yes, I've been a nerd my whole fucking life. I'm a fat history nerd. So, I always say that. So what do you do for work now? Let, let's get to the nitty gritty. All right, here we go. I work in the deli of a supermarket. Oh, you're a hot deli chick. Oh, yeah. Except I'm not hot. And last time I checked, I'm not a chick. You sure? You sure? People might get you to bend over a little bit more to look down your top as you're getting the sliced well, meats from the front of the um, delicatessen. Well, yeah, I mean, I have A cups, but I don't, like, I shouldn't, <laughs> you know? Oh, well, congratulations on your job. It's, it's, yep. it's hard to study, but money will come in useful. Yeah, I mean, I, I can do most of my studying during the day and then just go and, you know, work a few hours in the, yep. in the evening. It's only like three, four hour shift. It's not terrible. Yeah, but the problem is, is just getting back to the 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 center at like nine or ten doesn't leave me enough time to play games. Doesn't leave me enough time to do much of nothing. So first world issues, first world. Yeah, issues. I know. There's people out there like, hmm, I wonder if you know I'm going to survive the night or if my family will survive the winter. I'm like, I can't play the freaking boat game during the week because I got to go make money to spend on my stupid plastic toys. In fact, he's actually more hooked on galactic rock more than boats of late, but that's another... I'm, oh, surprised, yeah. you're not, I'm surprised you're not in Total Warhammer 3 or whatever the big map is. 24-7 gaming. I want to live in there. The problem is I just cannot commit the time because if I go to play that, I need to play it for like four or five hours straight. And again, I can't do that during the week. And I work one day a weekend, which means I only have one, like, you know, today's my one free day where I, I don't have to do anything. Like, yeah. I had to do laundry. Other than that, I could do whatever I wanted. You don't need sleep. You don't need sleep. No. But this week we are joined by a special guest. His voice may sound familiar to some of you and to others. His voice may be new. Greetings to previous co-host of the podcast, Bex07. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, and how hard up for guests are you blokes if you're inviting me along? It was a pity, Paul. <laughs> like, 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 a, like, a, like a pity sit. It's like, let, let's let's bring back a pity Bex. Yeah, exactly. It's a, literally, everyone else, literally everyone else in World of Warships was unavailable, so, uh, so I'll <laughs> get the invite. And an 11th hour invite at that. You know what? We, 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 we had such a such a 
good guest last week and we, we were resting on our laurels. It was midway through the week that we started, oh yeah, we got to do a podcast this week. <laughs> That's literally, I think I messaged you on Thursday. I was like, don't we have to make a script? And you're like, oh yeah, we do. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> yes. So thank you for accepting our 11th hour plea of neediness, Bex. Ooh, look, whenever you need Bex, you just have to dial 1-800-BEX and I'll leave the rest out. Oh, I think everyone knows the number for now. <laughs> um, I've got a question for you, Bex. You put up an interesting picture on Discord of you and a couple mates eating like 24 hot dogs, just the sausages without the buns and chips after golfing. How did you get that many snags with cheese and other condiments going down your throat? Is there a Look, secret talent that you're holding out from us? I don't know where you learned to count, mate, but there's five, uh, there's five Kranskis in there. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where you get 24 from. Uh, that looks like a whole bunch of old guys in the locker room at the gym. Oh, my God. <laughs> a whole bunch of well-hung old guys, let me tell you. Well, yeah, he's yeah, got, he's got mean, five Kranskis yeah. in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we had a hit of golf yesterday at Marion and um, – and, and it was just a brilliant day for it. And the Seacliff Hotel just down the road, it's right on the beach. And it's just, it is like a like a mini resort in Adelaide. It's just a beautiful place to go. And we only intended to go there for a couple of beers. And uh, and then we saw that on the wall. And it was 35 bucks for that gigantic hot dog and chips. And uh, that's meant to be a challenge. There's no way that one human being can can eat that. Uh, greeny, greeny. Are you, are you willing to come down to Australia to take up that challenge? Make your A cups go to B, I'll buddy. Fucking, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll fucking do it while maintaining eye contact with Bexy and calling him a, a lesser man. you got to finish. There's a half a kilo of chips there you got to finish as well. What's I don't a know, kilo? I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what pounds that is. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Conversion. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak foreign. Hold on. <laughs> you don't even speak American. Hold on. As he's doing the conversion, will Greeny be able to eat a pound, probably, or three quarters of a pound? I think it's about a pound, isn't it? Half a yeah, pound. Yeah, it's a 1.1 1. 1 pound. Right. Dude, I, I, I ate a one pound bag of Swedish fish today. Yeah, you could do that. That's before you've tackled the hot dog. I could do that and the hot dog. Do you want to know what I did after I had the Swedish fish? I went and I had two, two helpings at dinner. And then I came back and I had popcorn and goldfish. Are you sure they're not sea cups? <laughs> I had to maintain the A cups. Listen, I am on a regimented diet to maintain my A cups. All right, they're nice. They're perky. They're nice. They're a defining characteristic. I could mm. demolish that. What is that? Five sausages in there? Well, by the sounds of it, you could hold one of those sausages between your boobies. <laughs> I could. I could hold that whole fucking sub in between my tits and just slide oh. it up, like a, like you were sliding something then into a wood chipper. Okay, so we have attested that Greeny is the undisputed eating competition of the co-host. I'm not even going to try and out-eat him. Yeah, because you'd lose. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, you'd be sitting there, you'd be like, oh, I'd really like to eat this, but I'll have to walk it off at the gym later today. I don't have that concern. I know I'm going to be dead if, by 35 when my fucking blood turns to caramel. I don't care. See, Griefer wouldn't have to worry about actually swallowing it. He could just fit that whole hot dog in his head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that just... Okay, I, I've got a few questions. What, what fucking toppings did they put on this? Because that just looks like mustard, ketchup, and like two... Yeah, no, there's mustard, ketchup, sauerkraut. Um, oh, I can't remember. There was, there, yeah, but there was all sorts. It was, it okay. was quite... 
It was quite epic, and we did, we didn't even get halfway through it. Soft, soft. I'll come. Man. I'll come down. What, what's that down at the end there? Just barbecue sauce? Uh, I'm not sure actually. I don't recall. I didn't. That was uh, my mate down the other end there, so I'm not really sure. I didn't actually get down there. <laughs> Bex didn't get to the end. He only got yeah. through the tip. We started at each end and tried to meet in the middle, you know, that classic little trope, but uh, just yep. got there. Oh, but moving I, on. I could do moving that. On. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Bex. Welcome back. Um, for an agenda, we, we're starting off with the roadmap because um, we can. Um, good video from Wargaming. Nice that they actually brought out an update in regards to the roadmap, what they've done, what they're planning to do of fall of 2022, which is in the next three months, because then they listed off what they're going to do at um, Christmas time and in 2023. So coming in fall of 2022, this is the most concerning one for me. Submarines. Can Sub I just can I just say something quickly about the yeah. submarine section of the roadmap? Yeah. But I, okay, so I've I've spoken to Boggsy a lot. I he I consider him an acquaintance. He's not quite a friend, but you know, I I, I speak to him on and off. He looks dead when he had to bring up the submarine topic. And I also, I just want to put it out there. I, I take pity on the war gaming or world of warships, like PR, like social media guy. So all he gets is just submarine comments. I know that that was a, an interesting segment of the video to walk through. It was. So it seems that submarines are ready for production though my question is who and what metric has this been judged by so uh, taking an excerpt straight from the um roadmap on the web page we're now sure that submarines in their current state fit well into world of warships gameplay and are ready for the next step their full release in the game but they're going to do that via early access over several months um like for me we got a survey earlier this week and I did a ping on Discord in each uh, stream saying, um, please populate the survey on how you feel about submarines. And one of the questions are, do you think submarines are ready for the game? That survey probably wasn't even finished. And this is the roadmap video would have been made a week beforehand because the, the map, the video came out with the roadmap two days after I put in my reply for that survey. So I can't see how they have even taken anyone's opinion um, that, that it works? Or is this just that they've been in the game for a year and people are playing them that we believe that they're ready? Do you, do you think that submarines are ready to hit the production as a full release? Well, first first of all, can I just say, I like how you're feigning surprise at, at war, war gaming giving zero fucks about player feedback. Uh, well, that, then, then what's the point of even asking for feedback if they give zero fucks? That, that is, that's even more disrespectful. Oh, absolutely. It's a placebo. That's all it is. I mean, that's, this has been happening since time immemorial with Wargaming, so we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, but um, I, I, for one, I mean, I don't see how they're going to improve submarines to a point where they should be in the game. So I, I kind of see why they're releasing them. It's like, fuck, this is as good as we can do. Let's just send them out there and see what happens. On the bright side, at least it won't be giving people with no clue Tier 8 and 10 submarines. Uh, and, that, is, that is true in that regards, yes. And and also, I think you'll find, because I've, I've, I'm certainly finding it in the little play that I do lately, they're really not that common. I don't think people generally enjoy them. I mean, yes, there's there's you know outliers that that like them and do well to them, but there's not that many. It's not like it's a it's not like a CV problem scale of problem. It's it's much smaller. Hmm. Um, 
don't, don't get me wrong. I think they're horrible for the game, and I hate having to engage them in a ship that's just not built for it. So, you know, pretty much all of them. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know if it's that big a deal. I, I still think CVs and their free spotting is a bigger problem than submarines, personally, just because of the amount of people that play them. Greening? I... Uh, like I've said before, I, I think that it, I, I, I don't think it's healthy for the game because, again, subs can kind of do what CVs do when it comes to controlling um, controlling where they pick their fights and, and controlling vision. Mm. I don't like it. I don't think you need yet another class that has that power to do it and put it or has the power to, to control that vision or can control their engagements as easily as those two classes do. I don't think you know, another class is beneficial. I just, it, it boggles my mind because throughout the entire process, it's been negative in terms of feedback. It's. Well, that, was, that, that, that's our experience, Bex, myself yeah. as a streamer and in multiple discords, not only in the clans I'm in, but chatting to people, reading interaction on the on the forums and other uh, social media. I don't do Reddit, but I'm sure it is not much love there either. Um, but And I know there are a few players that do like it, but the overall response that I've felt is it is disliked. Like, CVs are more accepted yeah. than submarines. And, so that, and the, are, Sorry, are they, are they pushing it because they think it'll bring new money into the game? I, I don't know. I, maybe, but it's a very small return on investment because I, I've got no interest in ever playing them, um, even with their operation-only mode that they announced for submarines. Um, and I, I I think it's going to have a bigger issue than the old RTS CVs in that someone's going to queue up in their Tier 8 or Tier 10 sub and because it's not as early access, or sorry, well, no one can unlock it per week, as Bex mentioned, I, I could have the T10 and no one else is granted out, so I could be in queue for eight minutes trying to get a game. Like, they might just die because no one's actually going to want to play them. I, I think another reason why they're coming out is we, we've had a few announcements on, you know, premium submarines and stuff. I think that they are kind of gunning up for that full release, and I think they might be trying to make their money back. But I that also think that at the end of the day, they're going to lose more money due to players and uh, walking away and stuff. I've got a hypothetical uh, question for you both. So subs are released. Next season of Clan Battles comes along. It's Tier 10, subs and CVs included. Is anyone of note going to use a submarine? I would actually... Um... Oh, I don't care if anyone of note would. I might actually then just not play clan battles for a season. That wasn't the question, Grafer. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no one of note would probably play a submarine. So this is how weak they are, in my opinion, because there's there's no like in randoms. Yeah, they're toxic and horrible to play against, and and bad for the game. But when it comes to competitive stuff, which is the thing that I guess. People who listen to this podcast probably care about. Uh, you know, most people, I don't think there's, you know, there's probably a large amount of your, the listeners would be clan battle players. I don't reckon anyone's going to use them. I just don't think they're a very powerful um, vessel. And if they, and they can get overwhelmed uh, quite easily uh, or, or be ineffective and be forced mm. to dive. 
Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't want them to be there. I just don't think it's maybe as bad as bad as a lot of people are making out. So, if, if I can kind of do do my answer here quickly on that topic, oh, I think that they're not going to be mainstream. But I think that when you do come across somebody who is using a sub, they're using it just because they 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 have a strong sub player uh, either in their clan or or who marks for them and with them. And I think that you're really gonna feel it if it's a team with a sub versus a team without a sub. Well, if the player is good enough to shotgun DDs before the DD can take them out, potentially yes. Um... Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, I, I used to play a whole bunch of Team Fortress too. I might kind of be throwing in, I don't know if you guys have, but in competitive play, there's a, a class, the Spy. The Spy isn't is utilized in competitive because he doesn't have much damage output. He It's kind of easy to, to see his moves and stuff. And I think that in a competitive setting, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot easier to deal with a sub, kind of like what you guys were talking about. But if you, if, when there was a spy that was able to operate effectively in that environment, it was fucking hell to play against. And I think that it's going to be the same thing in clan battles. Well, it, it could be something different. It could be in clan battles rather than going for a cap. You just send it straight down the middle, maybe to one shot the BB or something like that. But yeah. Um. I'm still concerned that if these are released even early access, eventually good plays will go in and they'll dominate randoms or some other game mode even ranked because they said they're coming out to early release and generally that means co-op, randoms and ranked um, with clan battles and cots being the only ones that they could really um, exclude them from but ranked will have them back again. I think that's pretty annoying. I, I will note um, someone posted in the privateer Discord today a short video of a submarine on submarine RAM um, that happened in their game today or today or yesterday. They didn't see each other until they actually collided and died. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's, that's the other thing. There's so much... They, they've limited the the sub to sub interaction there there's a lot of things that i think need more developmental time in terms of subs well, but that, that that's my that's my biggest annoyance in that that subs interact not only for themselves in general but so many other ships interact poorly with the submarine um it's it's very it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go forward from here, if they're still going to balance or tweak. But this is, this is the end of all the major swinging changes and mechanics, I feel. Unless the line is so unplayed that they're going to buff submarines so much that everyone wants to play them, and that, that will just kill the game. And I'm not to, not to bang on about it like, like I seem to every time I come into a podcast, but no aiming reticles still on surface ships. For, for yeah, yeah, that, that, that's been asked for many, many times, and that's just fallen on deaf ears. Like, it, it seems it's all about the submarine players' experience, and not everyone. Like, they've they've done a CV experience now, where they have automatic ASW, which is a joke. Um, <laughs> they can manually aim, um, but it, it seems the interaction for the other vessels. All we get is the ping direction um, and potentially where the torpedoes or the ping originates it's it's pretty shitty um it is pretty shitty overall 
And and look, is it just me? I mean, I don't know if you've played subs at all, Gryfer, just to tool around with it. But if you are playing a sub and pinging surface ships, it is hilariously easy to avoid those depth charges. Yes. I mean, un- un- unless you're just sitting still, it's it's absurd. They, they can't tell which direction you're going. I, I've seen surface ships like Vladivostok's Rage in random because they have five DCPs and subs on them pinging, pinging, launching torps. And the, the guy uses DCP. And he's been pinged before the first set of torps has even gone past. Like, it's a joke. Mm. I've got a personal bugbear as a surface ship player. Not not from the ship vessel depth charges um, that some of the light cruisers and um, destroyers have, but with the actual airstrike ASW. And this is to do with um, the Dutch line as well. Do you know when you guys go into airstrike mode... You press four, you drop your, you mark where you want your ordnance to go, and then you go back to your shell type. It, it does like the most, it does a zoom in of your turrets, but not maxed in or where you left it. It does some sort of dodgy zoom in, so you got to hit shift again to zoom out or zoom in. And it always takes a few seconds to get that correct. It, it's so annoying. Why can't I just go to the zoom mode that you were in before you initiated the airstrike? I've um I've actually noticed that uh, when I'm going from that view back to guns, that sometimes I have a real trouble locking onto a target after that as well. I don't know if that's related or not, but uh, I'll be you know smashing X and uh, not targeting the ship I'm trying to fire my shells at. Mm-hmm. Have you just have you had that one or not? No, I haven't had that one. I I just find that um I I try and. Just trying to get my guns or camera looking the way I had it before I hit four is an issue. It could be in between that time with hitting X. Sometimes the X is effed all, all in general. Like it's aiming at one boat, and you sort of go look at another one, and it changes without you noticing. Um, but that is how it is. I haven't noticed the one that you've articulated, though, Bexy. Hmm, very good. Well, I guess we've got to live with it. Ah, oh, look, we'll see how they come with early access. Um, let's hope it's. Let's hope it's um, an interesting early access. I'll have more... Personally, I'll have more to speak on the submarines. I'll do that a little bit later in a separate medium. But the next topic now... This this one is actually, for me, quite exciting. And it, it's coming into the fall of 2022, which is... This is meant to be the next three months. The cross-region matchmaker... So if you're unaware of this, the proposed change is for the new player matchmaker. So that is for new accounts that haven't gone past tier 5. So that's so they get protected matchmaking. If you haven't seen it before, um, you can create a new account. And that means even in randoms at tier 4 and 5 or up to tier 4, you always have 2 or 3 humans per team and the rest are bots. You never get more than 2 or 3 humans. And what they're proposing to do with their architecture, their technology, and their hardware is to do cross-realm. So players from APAC, NA, and EU, rather than having so many bots, can form teams across the regions and uh, play for this. And if it is a success, they potentially will roll it out to different formats. I'm hoping ranked and random in the long run. Now, gentlemen, thoughts on this change? I'm very happy to see this. This is something I've wanted for a long time. I agree. I actually talked about this before um, when it comes to merging kind of the overall player pool as opposed to dividing it up into servers. Because, I mean, face it, we already have people uh, hopping servers. We, and we, we do, we do. And 
looking at something similar another game company that most of you would probably be aware of war thunder they do a similar format where it shows everyone globally online might be thirty thousand, but then you pick the server you want to play on so you might have a long cure or a lesser queue if you pick all of them you could be instantly dropped so um i have questions sure clan tags um Oh, that's a good one because yeah clan tags across the service you'd assume whichever one had them first would um retain them potentially hmm i don't know how they're gonna uh, how they're gonna address that i mean unless they uh, they could leave it as the same but then you can have mistaken identities i mean if they did one unified server uh i mean would they have to expand the size of clans as well no, I don't think they would. I think they would still like the smaller 50 max, um, so that, that way you can have a um, Clan 1A, Clan 1B, Clan 1C, so that clan name with just sub-clans. Um, in all honesty, if, you, if you've got a functioning, cohesive clan, do you really need more than 50 slots? Well, yeah. I mean, oil slaves are go-go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I need more oil slaves. Give me 100 members. You know I'll fill it out. You know I will. I've got uh, maybe I've got maybe ten humans in my team and forty oil bots. We run into your oil bots at all hours of the day and night in every format, Bex, and we curse them. <laughs> They're quite awful. Uh, yeah. Um, what other so overall thoughts that it's a positive change? What other possibilities do you see with this change? Do you think it would be something that we would um, see? Rams Bex has highlighted a. Uh, issue I'd never even thought of, but yeah, but clan tags, um, if someone's called um, elite on NA and elite on EU, do they retain their same clan name because they're in the um, different servers, but would their different ratings show up and will it cause confusion? I think we can all agree, if you've called your clan elite, that you're a wanker anyway, so... <laughs> I'm just using that for... Uh, look, if you called your clan carry on um, EU and NA, that would be interesting. I think we're the only carrier across three servers, so I think I'm good. Ah, uh, but overall, um, when this change actually does hit live, I, I wouldn't, I would recommend people to create new accounts just to see what it's like to see if it actually works and help out with the testing. Um, use your own invite code and get yourself some goodies, or use mine. <laughs> Either way, um, I, I do think it's it's a good change, and um, I'm hoping it is a successful one for the game going forward. Do we think it's something that's going to go get extended through to tier ten? I mean, if if I mean, you know, I know there's always talk about play numbers dwindling, and I, and I honestly I don't know if that's the case or not. But let's assume that it is. Uh, do we do we see it expanding to that point? I, I that that's my end goal. That's what I hope that they will do. That they'll see it through to tier ten and in all game formats of random ranked and clan battles. Clan battles may need a complete restructure then of dates and times as well. Um, so that no more lockout. No more lockouts or picking your region. It's just like these are your clan battle times on a Saturday. You've got um, two to five, six to ten, um, eleven to three a.m. So that way, um, if you get a group of six or seven or eight together, whatever's involved for a clan battle, you can just drop at any time. So they become more than region based. That you just sit. Uh, three or four times per day that you can partake in clan battles. Oh, very good then. Ah, Greeny's got no other input. 
No, I mean, I, I think it's going to be good. Obviously, there's going to be overlap that needs to be worked over. That's always going to happen when you make changes like this to a game that or you, you add something like this that isn't included from the start. Yep. Now, one of my viewers when this first came out, I was reading it, said good luck with that with the big world engine. I, I don't know too much about the game engine that they've had, but some people seem to think that it's going to potentially struggle. Now, they have done it with clan battles so I'm, 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 I've got hope that there is a way forward that'll be my final thoughts and um, moving on we have something coming up um, Black Friday crates we've got new Black Friday crates inbound the type of crates or vessels you can get from the crates have been announced so for this Black Friday sale of crates you could potentially get yourself a Napoli B a Kisage B, a Mines B, a Chocolove B, and a Shinonomi B. Now, the, these black vessels do look phenomenal. Gentlemen, what do you think about um, these uh, selections and that they're mostly higher tiers? I, I noticed the Kisage, um, which is obviously famously known for looking like a ship with a giant tumour on it. Now it's going to look like it's got a giant necrotic tumour on it. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I, I look. I, I've already got all those ships, except for the Chuckle Love, of course, because who cares about CVs? But um, uh, I, I've never, I've never had much luck with Black Friday containers. I think I've got a Sims Black out of it, and that's it over the years. So, uh, but I, I guess it's a, it's a reasonably inexpensive way to get a hold of some pretty decent ships. I mean, they're all, they're all very strong ships that yes. are listed there. They're, they're, they are. Yeah, I, I think that is a good ship pool. Um, it's a lot of ships that people enjoy playing. Mains is great. Chaklov is great. I actually haven't played the Kearsarge, but I hear good things about it. And the Napoli is great. So it's, yeah, it's a good chance to get good boats. And yeah, the black camo looks good no matter what fucking ship you put it on. It's a meaty camo. It's great. Yep. I did read the feedback on some other event. Uh, avenues that some people have suggested that it's a blatant cash grab just trying to double double dip on boats that are already being strong um, but then again if they put up poor boats um, like a Weimar B that's mainly used in operations who that would wouldn't go be better would it no yeah who would who would buy that that's correct that's so, like saying hey you're stupid you put your best looking car on the lot yeah I I, 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 I did I I've, I do agree that if they put up poor boats they they no one will get them and it's slaughtered so you know you can't have it both ways in my opinion um so, look, I, I, I think this is a good list. They're all strong boats, and um, I usually run giveaways for the premium containers. And um, even out of a set of five, they were once gifted to a viewer. They won three of the four available at the time. So, <laughs> unlike Bexy, unlike Bexy, some people have good luck with them. Um, so, you just got to tune into your stream, and you get that good luck. <laughs> something to note, though. Something to note. Generally, where we have Black Friday crates, you have the ability ability generally to purchase previous ones now in the past that used to be direct from the premium shop i don't know if they're going to do it via a um a loot mechanic where they say for for a thousand doubloons you get tokens you know what i mean you gotta buy tokens or some shit to get like 10 black friday ones um i hope they don't do that hopefully you can just buy the different 
Black Friday crates just for the metric number that you want from the previous years because this that is a good way to potentially get boats that are unavailable anymore and that includes boats like the Alaska the Massachusetts or the Asashio um, if, if those ones are available I would highly recommend if you want some of those boats to do it through that method yeah I mean there's yeah, they, the, all of the black ships have been pretty good, pretty good boats to pick up. So, yeah, I'd recommend picking them up as well. Yeah, plus plus they look absolutely fantastic. And th one thing I didn't note is in previous years, so we haven't had confirmation of uh, this at the moment, but in previous years, if you've owned like the Napoli and you procured or obtained a Napoli B, there would be a combat mission for you to obtain doubloons to reimburse. Uh, it's usually not much. Um, it was the thousand or two thousand previous years, depending on the tier. Um, there, that wasn't in there stating that that would happen. That's just been done from the previous couple of years Black Friday crate. So I'm anticipating that that will still be present because that, that's actually a good return if you own both both vessels. Alrighty, so as part of the roadmap as well, we did have some future updates. There, There is a lot coming over the Christmas period, but most of that is more cosmetic. I found things like another dirigible derby, um, the New Year event, and so forth. So there, there was no real big contents. I understand that Christmas is generally, or fe the festive time of year is generally time people have off, go on holidays, do things like that. It's the same in my line of work. Um, December and January, I really don't want to see a lot of major projects or rollouts going on. Um, but going into um, early 2023, one of my biggest issues for the roadmap is new ships, US hybrid battleships. Let me just read this out. A branch of US hybrid battleships awaits players in the winter. Three new ships of Nebraska, Delaware and Louisiana are in development... I can mock all the people from Louisiana. We can safely say they'll be armed with 406mm guns. The hulls of these ships are designed based on the battleship branch headed by Montana, and the primary unique feature of the new ships will be the ability to launch squadrons. Similar to aircraft carries and other hybrid ships. Gentlemen. I have questions. Thoughts, Thoughts and questions. <laughs> do do uh, comments. You, you go first, Bax. I think we're on the same mental track here. So uh, just the first one about Louisiana. Is it fair to say that that ship will be like its residents underdeveloped? <laughs> Mentally and physically. Oh, I, will the captain not be called captain? But um, Cousin? It, there, no, no that, that's <laughs> Alabama. They don't call them counties there. They call them parishes, don't they? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, so we, we should call each region of Louisiana a parish. So if you're going to have a, a line of tech tree ships based off of a premium, why wouldn't you do it around ships that, like, existed? Like, we've got Tier 8 Congress, Tier 9 Alaska, Tier 10 Puerto Rico. There's premium battlecruisers. Why wouldn't you mm. have a tech tree battlecruiser line before this make-believe bullshit? I don't know. Look... The original U.S. battleship line was fantastic. The the battleship hybrid, not the hybrid, the battleship alternate BB line, 
I think they did the wrong one because even though they've buffed it, that they they've buffed them back into relevance. Overall, they're not they're not great. I I think they could have done so much better. And this is the third time for a USBB split, and I think they have effed it up again. That they're creating a gimmick in sales that nobody wants. That's that's kind of where I'm at. There's a lot of other lines that I would have wanted to see. There's a lot of other U.S. battleship lines I would have wanted to see. I mean, we talked about it last week with Kennefeld. There's so many different variants of the Iowa, of the North Cal, of all of these that I think that we could see in-game. And then they just go, oh, Kearsarge. <laughs> We're going to slide it up and down for the tears. I, I, haven't like, done <laughs> my, I haven't done my research, but with the state names um taken for nebraska delaware or louisiana and other any other vessels in real life uh, they were also for battleships weren't they they were all states that were going to get battleship i'm um i think wasn't louisiana i think louisiana was a montana i think it was a proposed montana yep i i know kentucky was the fifth iowa that they never built yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure on this. Like, we, we've submarines are one pill to swallow, super ships are another, but to expand upon the hybrid, it, it, it's ha, how many how many straws do they want to place on the camel's back? Yeah, I I don't. Uh, there's this this camel is laboring under the load. Let me tell you, <laughs> this this. This camel is two wishbone suspensions that are broken. <laughs> like, I, I played against a, a decent Kisage player the other day, and um, it, they, they may have been focusing me because um, they like to do that, and they were hunting me for some doubloons on stream. But overall, I, I felt that um, every, every time he came in, I shot a plane down on attack run one or two afterwards. But every two minutes... They came in. And yeah, I was just going to say they, it didn't they, matter they were, that you shot them. They down. were limitless, and because I was in a BB, and these were tiny Tim's. The rockets hurt. If there was a fire or two, they all hurt. So, um, if you time it well, you can make enemy vessels turn it broadside to avoid you. As an enemy vessel, you shouldn't turn to avoid these rockets, so that you give up your side to be clapped even harder. You, you just take it and the damage, but you can't. Like every two minutes. It's a free strike, and if you get f fires that stick, it's it's a brutal line to play against. Well, I mean, if uh, if the US, what's the tier ten one called? Is that the uh, Nebraska? Or is um, it Louisiana? I, thought it was, I would have thought Louisiana. By the way, they have named. I haven't gone through the photos. Let me, let me okay, well, let, let's let's say Louisiana resembles Montana-like gameplay, yet with a squadron of aircraft. Now, I mean, that's going to be a pick for competitive players isn't it just for the spotting advantage oh yeah it's already some some teams work in very nicely with the um the tone air for the spotting in clan battles currently it's it can be tough to play against mm -hmm. if you have unlimited spotting every two minutes it, it just it's just um yeah not 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 good thinking Well, I think we'll agree on that. Yep. Um, anyway, that is what it is. 
I, I still can't believe that we're going to be doing this, but it, it looks like they're going to be bringing it in. But um, maybe like the um, the Batman movie for Batgirl that they developer studio spent 130 US on 130 million US on, and then said it was so bad we're not releasing it maybe still it's not too late to don't do the us hybrid please and don't do submarines yeah. um we're also getting european destroyers they'll be introduced next year this will bring in representatives of several european countries such as poland norway turkey and greece these will be tier 5 to 10 destroyers blah 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 now Correct me if I'm wrong, but we already have a um, European destroyer arm, don't we? Well, yeah, I, we I, think they said, I think they said that these are going to be a lot of the larger, more gunboat-oriented ones. Um, so, is it going to be another pan-European alternate DD line, just with different countries? Like Some of these countries, I think, can flesh out their own, like... Um, no, it's interesting they brought Turkey in because I would have I would have loved to have seen Turkey slash Ottoman Empire because they fought under the different banners and they would have had lower tier as Ottoman and mid to high tiers as Turkey. What um what what is Bliskovica listed as nowadays? Um, Pan European, I believed. Let me. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is Pan European. Yeah. So looking at it now. That's what that's what um, for this particular one. Th this is what confused me because um, you've got the Europe Tech Tree um, and the Bliskawick is listed under the European Tech Tree as a tier seven. So do we get a separate line from five to ten? Um, I think so. Of well, Poland, Norway, Turkey, and Greece. Like it's in testing at the moment, but the Velos, which is a Greek ship is listed under pan-european as well it, it definitely is um it definitely is there and that will be one of the greek premiums but you'd think that they could do it from tier two they could do it straight they don't have to split at five there's there's going to be enough at tier two three and four as well that they could do another whole line of a whole line of dds and to be honest they could have done the swedish line of dds considering how many of um, those boats are swedish in the current european tech tree Mm. I just find it interesting that Europe are getting bundled, much like the Commonwealth, and um, they, they could they they've had opportunities to flesh out either more tech trees or come up with paper ships. Look, they've done it before with so many hybrid ships, BB USBBs. Um, but you know, you, you look at the new IGN like cruisers. Only the Yahagi at Tier Five was the. Um, vessel that was launched with um subsequent vessels of that leading class every other one from the t5 onwards so the t6 to t10 are paper ships so uh, they're willing to do it for some lines but not others which vexes me but yes um, any other thoughts on the roadmaps gentlemen was there anything else that caught your eye that we haven't covered over we haven't we're not going to discuss everything but if was there anything else that you thought was worthy of mention were the japanese light cruisers mentioned in that or not uh they were so the japanese light cruisers were in the fall of 2022 so that that's coming out in the next uh, three months so they mentioned next three months um 
the testing of a new branch has started and they've gone through that these go through the 155 152 to 150 millimeter guns blah 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 but they don't mention um when they're being released and they talk about the new super ships so um, Patry and Edgar will leave early access soon I assume next patch of this one um, for those that were unaware those boats were only obtainable via the auction house auction lighthouse for credits so people's exclusivity will end with that soon um, but yeah we're getting Delana and Clausewitz will join them in a while they say two new ships of the Japanese T10 the tier 11 CV and the super ship the Admiral Ushikov were put in to test now hopefully you have not been one of the unlucky people to come up against them I'll leave that there perfectly balanced please please do not secondary build Admiral Ushikov's I've seen enough memes please <laughs> please do not if you do have a meme, please contact Captain Green on Discord. No. He, he would love you to directly message him. No. I know it has Smolensk turrets. <laughs> I know it has a lot of 130s. Please don't. One thing I didn't go through, and uh, I only do it for a few, uh, short time, personally. Hang on. So. I didn't want to cough, apologies. Um, we have the traditional Halloween celebration. So we'll get the uh, Sunray in the Darkness operation, which is the Tier 3, Saving Transylvania, which is the Tier 8, and then there'll be a temporary-themed Twilight Battle Mode. Now, I've played Halloween events since they first came out, and I, I, I play, me, play them maybe once this year going forward. Don't know about you gentlemen, but I have very little interest in playing these over and over again so over it i i'm happy to see them back i'm upset that nothing has changed um it when they first came out it was it, you know when the first uh, the first year the tier three came out everybody holy oh, shit yeah. this is incredible that, that, that it was were, great it was fantastic and then and then the next year they brought out the tier eight ones and oh my goodness and then they just plateaued for like four years they did the so, one where they tested gimmicks. Uh, you had the Twilight Battles where you had the BBs that basically had 100% accuracy of you had a mechanic and you have two salvos that would every shell would hit where you aimed it, if you remember that. And yeah. like, oh, look, there's a broadside cruiser, dead. Or broadside BB, dead. It, that was pretty amazing back then. I, did, I just don't like, like the, you know, those consumables that make you invulnerable and yeah it's all, it's all a bit silly i don't know even, I just, it, it, it never really hit home for me uh, it, it doesn't hit for, like people invite me to do it but I, I have no interest in it for me personally that look if that's your thing good luck it's coming in um the next three months but we do have now in case you're unaware <laughs> Because the roadmap has taken up a good chunk so far. We had a patch drop this week, patch 11.8. Now, if you're looking for your goodies for your anniversary, they will kick in circa roughly the 16th or of this month. I don't know if that's my time or US time, that date range. But in the next week or so, we will be getting the Wargaming anniversary uh, drop. So that is super container for every T10 you own. Um, uh, 
special bonus flags for is it seven and eights or is it eights i can't remember um and tier nines you get the rare one as well which is the tier three economic bonuses so yeah and if you own multiple over hundreds or 100 or 200 to 300 every time you get certain basics p on one boat you can unlock other boats so you don't have to grind through three four hundred ships if you own that many um, I, th I think that's going to be the thing that most people are looking forward to. You guys planning to knock out your um, snowflakes, so to speak? Well, it looks yeah. like it's going to be a bit easier this time around, doesn't it? Definitely, definitely. So isn't it, um, if I understand it correctly, you need 300 XP to un unlock a super container, but if you play a random battle and, like, let's say, get 1,800 base XP, that'll allow you to unlock the super container for six ships? It does, but that depends on how many ships you currently own. Um, let me just find that. So, if you own, I think over. Th oh, I've got this? like six. I've got like sixty-three super containers to crack. Please <laughs> tell me that's how it works, because I cannot be bothered playing sixty-three co-op games. Oh come on, co-op games! You want to be that person? Remember when you used to go into co-op games at these times and. F three out of the seven players in your team would just DC back to pork so expect everyone else to carry them yeah and then you get back that was a loss what's going on um here I've got it so so win a battle divided by three three hundred or so um, but it depends on how many ships you own so if you own under a hundred ships in total this what we're talking about does not work so if you own between under 200 ships if you get over 400 base XP, win or loss, you get to unlock your ship and an extra set of rewards. So I don't know if that's for the same tier or you can just pick any random ones. I don't know how that works. But if you own over 500 vessels and you get over 1200 base XP, you can unlock your vessel and five extra ships as well, which is pretty big. So it, it works on the number of ships that you own. So one to 200, you can do one, two to 300, you can do two, three to 403, and four to 500 is four, and 500 plus is five. So don't- Who the, who the fuck owns 500 ships? Uh, I do. Of course you do. Why not surprised? <laughs> well, at least we know you've got no steel. Uh, I've got plenty of steel. Yeah, I know you do. Yes, I was being facetious. Oh, it's, it, it, it's, it, oh no, it's back above 100,000. I lie. Is that all? That is all. That is all. So, oh, look, I I like these these um, anniversary things. I did notice previously T5 and 6 used to be coal, so they never used to give away the bonus containers. This year they have removed that and you're only getting the special bonus containers. With the amount of captains and boats for coal, I actually think that's probably a negative, but that, that's the only negative I would say for this year's anniversary. I, I would have liked to have seen coal there. Because if, you, if you've got 200 ships at those tiers, that, that's a nice tidy amount of coal you could reach. I'm just going to cross my fingers that every super container that Mr. Mayhem opens is premium time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he already has 1,700 days. I know. He Wouldn't needs be great? more. He'd be cursed to play this game for the next seven years. Oh, I hope he gets FR25. God, love FR25. Let me tell you. Have you ever played that boat, Greeny? Yeah, I've played like 16 games in it. 
played it. I can't even spell it. Actually, we we got we got a section for boats we hate later. I think, and I've re- oh, I might change my mind. Um, so yeah, look, the wargaming anniversary. It's it's going to be pretty positive. There is a snowflake event next next week's podcast. I'll include that. Um, sorry, that snowflake website, so you can go in there and just ha- keep a um, offline track of vessels that you've got to go through, especially at those the T ten and the T nines. You want those T three economic bonuses, in my opinion. Um, this patch well, is. Sorry. The one thing that I, I, I don't know if it was very clear because, you know, I didn't understand it is if um, super ships were going to be getting any any rewards or if they're going to get roped into the no, tier no, 10. It does. On the website, uh, it says for tier 10 and super ships, you get one super container. Oh, okay. So if you haven't got your super ships, it might be worth it to get one super container. Yep, pay fifty million credits for one, one super mm, That's probably no. how much you'd pay at the auction. Uh, now the auction they went pretty pretty expensive. The Edgar and Petri wasn't it well over a hundred million? Was it two? I don't remember. Um, yeah, well you get a ship out of it too, don't you? So I mean, even if you do, I, I bought what did I buy? The the Zorky. I haven't played it yet, but I bought it just so I could get the super container for it. I bought the Zorky. That was when we used it for clan battles last time. I've got the Annapolis and the Conde, but I haven't bought the any of the others at the moment. No Yamagiri. No Yamagiri. I, I, I'd rather take a Shimmer. Do you have any Yamagiris I have sunk in this game? Because other than they put down Torp Soup ineffectively, in my opinion... Uh, you just gun them down, like they do die well. well like, it's it's only been one or two Yamagiris that I've come across that you really have to treat with um, caution. Most of them, uh, I've just treated with contempt. Yeah, if they can use that burst fire effectively with their guns, um, and then disengage, which you know obviously you can do when you've got a smoke screen. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's pretty handy. That is, but do you know how many have used their burst guns on me as a DD? Not oh, many. Yeah, no, I know. They, they line up their torps and they shoot their torps as they're dying. It's like, you could have burst your fire, you could have wrecked me and got out of dodge, but uh, oh, look, that, that's that, that's a learning curve and some people may never learn enough and they just want the biggest, baddest boat that they can get, which is the super ship. Um, but moving on, Royal Navy Battle Cruisers. The line has been fully released, so if you didn't have access, if you only had access to the Rook last time, you now have access to the Hawk, Duncan, and St. Vincent. Gentlemen, are you enjoying the line? What thoughts of this? Uh, well, honestly, I've played one game in St. Vincent, and it's pretty much how I remember it in testing. It's It punishes light-skinned ships quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't seem to take damage particularly well. Uh, but it's uh, it's okay. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. I I think I'd probably rather be driving a Thunderer if I had to compare it against other Royal Navy ships. But it's okay. Yep. Um, anything that would have made the line better or worse, in your opinion? I hadn't really given that any thought, to be honest. I, it does feel like a bit of an unnecessary line, honestly, because they. Yes, you do see a lot of them getting HE, being used as HE spammers, and <laughs> I do believe we already have that in Royal Navy battleships. Oh, we do. Don't don't use HE. The, the AP on the new guns is actually pretty good. Please, please. The AP is good, and it's the well, HE is not improved. So the AP is not so great against BBs. Yeah, it's okay, but it's not. 
they're not, they're not eighteen-inch guns, you know. So, but you've got good, you've got good detectors, well. So, but I see enough BBs of all nations firing. Do you know when you sit broadside sometimes in a cruiser or in a BB and you go, "Oh, I'm going to be effed here." They, they've shot at me, and then you look at the shell type. Oh, the Yemi's fired HG at a broadside Des Moines. <laughs> You know, that's the kind of respect then you give to that boat for the rest of the game because all he does is fire HE no matter anything. I had a Kremlin fire HE at me in rank the other day. That was pretty funny. <laughs> was it effective? No, not at all. No. Ah. But, but that's, that is like, you do get it. Sometimes I've been in a nose in um, Cruiser. Um, say I've been in a Cleveland and I'm just firing HE against a Seattle that's broadside or angled, sorry. And the Seattle's just firing AP strand my nose and doing 100 damage per salvo, and it takes him two minutes before they change to HE. It, it, sometimes people just are unaware of what angling or positioning can do for their shells. Yeah. Speaking of unaware, uh, that leads me into the next topic, if you've Uh-oh. done maybe battle cruisers. I, I had one more on battle cruisers. I have yeah, go one on then. More, one more. Um, remember when we were told that the British battle cruisers would be getting torpedoes that could be controlled and turned after they were launched? Talk about a fucking salesman's gimmick that doesn't exist. It does a little squiggle in the water and it gets down the freaking straight white line that we set it before it launched. I got duped. Well, maybe if you'd actually done some testing, Grifer, you'd know this. Like we all, we all knew this, but you didn't test them, did you? No, I did not. I got duped. I got duped. I, I, okay, where's the turn factor? But, yes. I can't believe you thought they're actually homing torpedoes. Only oh, some get those. No, not, not homing, but I thought the way they worded it before we even tested the, the very, very first iterations. It was said, it was, it, they said that you could still turn or direct a torpedo to somewhere else after they were launched. What we got was not that mechanic. Yeah, they're wire guided for the first ten feet. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot of people who are who are also caught up on that. A lot of people thought that it would be like a like a predator missile from Call of Duty, where you would just steer it up the asshole of whatever you fired it against. Well, even if it was wire guided for the first. 10 seconds but you said 10 meters but once it's launched you had no ability to change its direction which was pathetic and um that, that, that's my rant over for that so bexy you may take it from there well so they've made the change to operations and which i'm enormously in favor of i love that cherry blossom is back hermes is back yes uh, hermes and, and cherry blossom and what's the other one there's another one um Ah, oh, the defense of the airbase. Um, right, yes, whatever that one's called. Um, and and I love that you can do all these other Tier 6 ones with Tier 8 ships as well. That's a fabulous change because you can actually generate some decent XP and credit income and what have you. Yes. That's all great. What I'm not liking is the amount of complete fucking morons that queue up for these games. There always I, has been. I, I don't know no, what... I, I, no, it's, it's, it's worse than it's ever been. My God, I've gone into games in... Uh, Hermes and these BBs, like interpreters and what have you, they're just straight lining for the whole time, and they wonder why they eat rack and rack, rack after rack of torpedoes. I've I've got battleships. Like two, I had one game the other day where three battleships died before we got to the repair area. How how was that possible? 
<laughs> have you enjoyed the wasting of 10 minutes of your personal time in life there, Bexy? Yeah, I'm not getting it back. It's fucking doing my head in. And of course, because I've got a, uh, you know, a, a clan full of oil slaves, I don't have anyone I can actually, you know, gather together to do these operations with, with, with a little bit of coordination. So, um, so I'm forced to put up with these randoms who are doing my head in. But um, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll improve. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm sure I'll get someone eventually that has half a clue. But my God, there's some spuds out there. Look, I'll go, I'll go through the operations in a second. But, but that that reminds me. I forgot to mention on last week's podcast and the week before. Yeah, we're not doing anything on Ranked this week. We'll leave Ranked for another week. But I just want to give a special shout-out. There is a brand-new legend in Ranked, Gold Ranked, not because of poor play, but because of his name. And I want to give, oh, a, no, special, I, I want to give a special shout-out to the Wizard of Oznob. <laughs> oh, yes. If you've ever come up against Oznob in Ranked, you'll know what we came up with. One of the players, I won't divulge who it is, but he changed his in-game name to the Wizard of Oznob. That made me laugh. That made me laugh. That is one of the best name changes I have heard for a long time. Proud, A proud carry member too, just quietly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we have had operations return as Bexy alluded. Um, what were the maps again? We Cherry Blossom, the Ultimate Frontier was the third one, and Hermes. Funnily enough, you, you mentioned bad teams. I took out. I, I'm not a natural at CV, so I'm grinding the tier eight German CV. I took it out into the Ultimate Frontier because it was random and no one was in Div. And my team capitulated. I was the last boat left alive on two thousand hit points as a CV in the Aerodrome. And we completed it. I got the equivalent of a solo warrior in the operation, which I had not got before. We got four of the five stars. I thought I was about ready to throw my keyboard because it's like, how are our BBs dying? But they did. But I, I somehow completed the mission and got a solo warrior. So I was chuffed about that. Um, Greeny, what do you think of the operation so far? I am happy that they're back. I'm happy that we get all of the operations that got pulled that people have been asking for. I'm just sad that it took 19.6 billion years to get them back. Not all of them. Not all of them. We're still still missing Operation Dynamo, which is the one that, that, if you haven't played that before, that is the one where you play DDs only for the um, evacuation of Dunkirk on the French coast back to the UK mainland. Get to smash the snow boats. Or mm. if you really game, you have seven DDs play cross the minefield to see who can survive to get to the end. Well, you know that yeah. was that I was playing on SEA when that uh, operation came out. And this is mm. back in the days when you could you could stack some pretty crazy amounts of like camos and and uh, and special signals on. And when you queued into Dynamo, you generally go in with a four man division, and then two. Two of the guys, like there was, a, there was always a guy that was that would be controlling like three ships, and he'd run two of his ships straight off into the minefield, and so it'd be the two of you, just two DDs, usually a couple of sims, I think we used to use, yep. was the ship, um, and uh, just the two DDs to run the whole uh, gauntlet. But I, I had games doing that with all the XP bonuses where I made one hundred and twenty-five thousand free XP in one game. That would have been phenomenal. And uh, it was single-handedly got me Masashi back in the day. We bring back, my, bring my, back Dynamo. Yeah, my favorite right. thing about the the new operations is the fact that you can bring tier eights. And if you bring a team of tier eights 
and you get one of the older operations, like uh, what's the one where you have to defend the naval base? Is that Newport? Newport, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were playing Newport, made a whole bunch of uh, Bonks people, and we fucking D-Square had to fight a hundred and like 50,000 hit point Yamato mm. in a Tirpitz. And that was the most I think I've ever heard him make monkey noises. It was it was so goddamn funny. I've I've got a question though. They they, they did state that we can use tier six to tier eight, and the opposition would be changed accordingly. I haven't yes. seen that. I have I've played I've, um, Killer Whale so ra- randoms twice. Once I did it as a tier six New Mexico, and we had a tier six CV, another tier six, tier seven, a couple of tier eights. We, play, we've, we, we played all the high tiers. Then we did another team of seven where we all played tier eights and it was the same enemy lineup. So I haven't seen lesser tier boats so far. I, yeah, I mean, I think that it depends on what the total, what the tiers are. Because, you know, they don't want to give the tier six operation if there's like five tier sixes and then one dude running around and... You know, like a branded burger or something. Yeah, and all I can, um, all I can say is playing Operation Aegis with a um, Parsifal, and everyone's got tier rates, and you're coming up against just Kitakazes in smoke. The AA is brutal. Yeah, I just, it was just very funny for me because that game where D squared to fight a Yamato, um, a Pensacola also had to fight the Yamato. And he did very good. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the rewards have changed, so in the old system, it was up to five stars, and generally, they reset the stars, I think, every six months towards the end, um, because in the old days, once you had five-starred them, there's no point ever really doing them unless you did it for credit and free XP, but the rewards this time around are community tokens, and you get a super container if you make certain amounts, but I actually think community tokens are pretty nice way. You've got a good variety of things you can redeem these for, for different things, for different people in the game if they're up to different stages. So I think that's a good reward basis. Um, so overall, gents, do you think we'll get new operations? Look, we already know we're getting Operation Wolfpack, and I, I hope to God they're going to play the Sabaton song Wolfpack to that as it loads in, but I doubt that. Um, will we get more operations in general? Do you think this is now going to be from the devs? Oh, you've waited three or four years for operations. Here they are. Now you wait another five years before we look at it again. No, there won't be more. Wolfpack's it. I mean, they they've clearly don't give a shit about bring operations in because it's not a money earner for them. Yeah. So it's taken this long to get these ones back. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see them making any more ops. Or will it be game modes like Convoy or Dirigible Derby? Well, they didn't they didn't they say something about doing a a like an allied versus axis thing a little while ago? They, they did. They did and um I, I they 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 were about ready to roll it out and then they had to pull it out because they had issues and I would love, I would love still to see that, like um, where you have some sort of event, maybe via a web portal or something in your armory, um, and you play, you pick in that side, you play Axis or Allies or Axis, and you're focusing on Japanese vessels, and then you have metrics to who gets the biggest score type thing, and um, it could be a good way to do an event. So I'm, I'm, sh- I'm not sure why they haven't implemented that thus far. Well, hopefully they time gate it when they do it, so we don't get to play it. A <laughs> hey, cross matcher, cross realm matchmaker may eliminate time gating altogether. 
Oh no, my daughter's singing in the background, so hopefully that doesn't come through. Oh, it's coming through, all right? No, it's there. I'm loving it. Hmm. Alrighty, and um, my daughter's singing will now not come forth anymore. Moving on, though, we have Clan Battles. Clan Battles has been out now for three weeks, four weeks. It's still not impressive. We've got to get 45 victories per league. Um from 30 that's still something that is very annoying but we did see some restrictions finally added if you're unaware um, you can't take a Lennon or a Vladivostok anymore and you can only take one French DD thoughts gentlemen has this changed the gameplay in any other way well I haven't played anything above storm so I'm probably not the best person to talk to um, and I've been playing basically as a merc so I have seen a lot of Zetans, uh, which is surprising to me because I don't think they're particularly good. Uh, um, but um, I've been using Borodino personally with uh, reasonable success. I really wish it had like a two or three second faster reload. Um, but um, it, when there's only one BB to shoot at you, the, the lack of armor actually makes it pretty effective, I find. And uh, I think people always forget about the radar on that thing. So, But I, I, I guess the games themselves aren't, aren't too bad. I, the... Um, the ships that I expected to see, I'm certainly not seeing. Like I, I, was, I don't think I've seen a Tone yet. Are they being used in the high levels? Oh, some of them are, yes, yes. Especially against KSC on NA, they all their lineups use a Tone, and some other teams do. So we we do see them. I I don't know why hasn't anyone done a six Tone division? That'd be hilarious. Uh, we saw a we saw a five DE seven division, and that didn't go well in the end. They had no push potential, and funnily enough, when one or two D7s may work, but when you've got to have to push into ships that are kiting away, trying to shoot and drop airstrikes on boats that have your range doesn't work really that well. No, indeed. Um, have you come up against the, the uh, four Sherberg strat? It's, it wasn't so prevalent this weekend, but the weekend before, it's that seemed to be what everyone was running, a Borodino four Sherbergs and like one led terrible left fantastic and when well executed it can be an annoying tactic to play against because the cruisers can run you down with main battery reload even though they've got slow rate of fire when they're firing he at a cruiser without a heal like a bayout or something like that when it gets two to three fires from three or four ships every 30 seconds it bloody hurts yeah I... you can... sorry go granny I was just going to say the, the Cherbourg strat relies heavily on focus fire and exactly that. When you focus something out, even if it's, you know, four sh cheeseburgers shooting at a Bayard with HE, you're going to fucking decimate the burger. Correct. And, that, and that, that's, that's where the push there. Yeah. You, sorry, you go. I was just going to say that's where um, it, it, it's just, it's such an aggressive strat. It's got to be. Uh, the, the minute you see a Sherberg comp really split up too much where they can't focus fire. They're limiting their own ability to win. So I haven't faced that, but I have seen a few Sherbergs in game. And um, I, I'm noticing, with the BB at least, I, it, I have a hard time punishing those ships. Yes. Like it, they, they seem to... It's sort of Napoli-like in the, in the way they tank damage. Uh, very, get, very. I, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever citadel one with the Borodino. Unless is it possible? It, it should be possible. Unless they're flat, uh, they should be flat broadside. But you can sit them. Plus, they get a heal and a speed boost, so that makes them doubly as um, dangerous. They are irritating. 
Um, but what, what other comps have we seen? I've seen a lot of Bayard comps. Still a lot of Shapiers. Um, and Otagos are out there. Don't see many Baltimores too much. But I'm seeing the rise of the Massachusetts with the quick heel and DCP as well. Would you... Uh, is, is IFHE still necessary on the Massachusetts? I, I can't say I'm a Massachusetts savant to um, go that way. I, I'd leave it up to the player, but... I guess if you're not shooting at battleships, because like, it's mostly cruisers and DDs yes. you'd be engaging anyway, you probably don't need it, but yeah. You probably don't. Um, no, but... I nearly think we're going to see another ban. I think we might see Sherberg and um, oh yeah, Bayard. cheeseburgers on the chopping block and it's Bayards gone. and Bayards as well. Cheeseburger is that what you're calling it? Yes. The, the more the more ships that he can name relate to food, the better. That's what I was saying. Everything's got to be food with you, doesn't it? Yeah. What, do you, what do you call the Krasny cream? It's probably the Kransky crispy cream. cream. Oh, crispy it's the cream. crispy cream. What about the Kransky cream? No, Krispy Kreme. Mm. So, yeah, clan battles. Look, there's only, what, 24 days, 23 days. So we've got three weeks left after Sunday's iteration. So, look, if you haven't started getting into your Typhoon or Hurricane wins, um, trying to get 45 victories is going to be brutal. So get get cracking now if you want those clan tokens. I, I think we've been still effed over for that. But... Um, we will see. But moving on, we have a new vessel in the armory. Uh, forgive my pronunciation, the Levaro de Bazan. It's been touted as a fast destroyer flotilla leader, so that means she has crap concealment, carrying a powerful artillery armament similar to the Italian ships of the Capitana Romani class. Won't go through all the um, stats. She does have a burst fire alternative fire mode apparently, previously available only to some super ships. So now you get this gimmick as a T10. Um, the torpedo armament is represented by two quad tube torpedo launchers. Apparently they have good range, but not the highest speed and damage. So this vessel is currently available for 35,000 doubloons with a three-point commander um, and a special mission giving extra 200 XP to all XP types. Um, and after three weeks of 11.8, you can get this vessel for 238,000 coal. I played this boat once or twice in testing. It, it wouldn't have changed much. So, But first off, let's open the floor to Bexie and Greeny thoughts on the vessel well i did play this extensively in testing um i wouldn't say I, I love it but i didn't mind it and you're right the torps are slow and kind of a secondary weapon uh as much as they're uh they've got decent range they're the sort of torps you just sort of uh, like a bit like a um a black you sort of throw them around a, an area that you think ships might be passing through and hope for the best uh if you aim them at stuff they, they're just going to miss <laughs> just they have to turn their rudder slightly or adjust their speed slightly by the time they get there they're gonna they're nowhere to be seen so the torps aren't real great and the problem with the guns is that the, the reload's slow they're not even though it's a destroyer leader the concealment isn't horrible if i remember rightly it's like 6.2 or 6.3 or somewhere around there so it's actually not too bad mm. um and the guns aren't great but because of the funny button you can use it Pretty much like you were saying before with the Yadachi, uh, not the Yadachi, the, um, uh, what's it called, the Amagiri, uh, is that if you use the burst fire for two or three volleys and smoke and, and disengage, you can actually hurt your opponent pretty pretty heavily uh, and uh, and then disengage, obviously, to, 
you know, try that again when you're when you're off cooldown. But because the reload, I think if you if you gear it right around re- reload, it's like five or half or six seconds, you know, at best. Yeah. Um, if you if you gear around torpedoes, yes, you'll reload your torpedoes in about a minute, which is good. But the reload's like seven or eight seconds, so it's it's pretty horrible. Um, so burst fire is everything, and um, and yeah, if you do get caught out, and you don't need your smoke to get to break contact. Then you want to have that reload at the, the lowest possible because the alpha is pretty decent, um, and you will you will win a few gunfights. It's not going to out trade you know proper gunboats, but um, it's it can it can hold its own. Yeah, it. I don't know. Um, I didn't. Uh, I just I haven't really seen all that much of it. From what I've seen of it, it just looks like a cob um, gunfights. Funny button seemed to be its bread and butter. Exactly like what you said. The torps look to be actually just non-existent. Yeah, fifty-six knots is pretty slow, especially they do travel at a good clip, as um, Bexy alluded. That's the black range of thirteen point five kilometers, so that may catch people out you can get a, a good distance on them um yeah but uh would you say the reload was bex uh i think if i i mean i don't know if I, I don't i've, I've got a, i've got it on stock stock is 95 seconds so that's without any so you can do a captain 10 percent reload so they would get it down roughly another 10 seconds so say 86 and if you do the um six module slot for the quicker reload you could get it down but I wouldn't do a full torpedo build on this. It's more of a gimmick. Maybe you use a captain skill for that ten percent quicker. But um, I think Bexy said you could get it down in the mid sixties. It's, it's a little. Guns. It's a little over a minute. Yeah, the guns. I think you can get down to just just around sort of six seconds or close to it. Yeah, six six is six is a bit long for one thirty. For uh, DD guns, I think. Yeah, 6.6 6 second stock reload. So if you do the, again, the six module, you can get 10, 12% reload buff. So that gives you under six rather than range. Now their stock range um, is 12.6 kilometers. Um, the boat does move at a good clip up to 40 knots. So, <sighs> look. I would probably do the old eight, the what's used to be called the AFT, but the range extender for the captain build. Twelve six is you're going to be taking damage. You don't have a heal. You do get smoke and a engine boost. I neglected to mention that, but you get you get no heal. So if you're going to be open watering, um, you want to do it from range. I wouldn't do fearless brawler on this. What do you guys? What are the shells like, um, gents? Does it have a low or arc flat or like a a USDD shell type for that for those that want to shoot over an island. Uh, yeah, no, they're not. They're, they've actually got a fairly a fairly flat sort of a tra- uh, trajectory is the word I'm trying to get out. Yep. Um, not uh, not Russian flat, but certainly not uh, not American. Yep. Um, stock HE chance for those that informed want to be informed is nine percent. Um, look. I think on paper she looks okay. Her her biggest Achilles heel is her AA. She has none. AA strength of 30, which means nothing, but medium strength flak up to 3.5 Ks of DPS of 39, short range of 3 that does a short range DPS of 313 per tick. She has no long range flak. So she has nothing beyond 3.5 kilometer. All your damage is going to come in at three kilometers. So if something's striking at you, you've got no way to 
um, hurt them before they come in at you. If it's a Soviet CV or Immelman with skip bombs, they're just going to laugh at you and drop on the closest ring because you're not going to do any damage to them. Yeah, I, I don't... I think with a lot of the coal options that are available, I think there's better options to get with coal. It doesn't strike me as a particularly incredible ship. Yeah, I, I would... I would... I would wait for the call. I wouldn't spend the 35k doubloons. If you do, thank you for the supporting the game. Um, Playstyle, I'd probably build for guns. The F button's her big gimmick. Um, you, you can hurt boats or wipe them out entirely. Yeah, look, it should be playable. Um, it'll be, it's definitely an interesting boat. Do you th does this lead to the point, though, that the entire Spanish line will get the F button as their unique feature, do you think? Well, I know what they could really do do without is that stupid Spanish flag on the bow. That looks terrible. I, I, I thought it was an aberration on the Canarias, but now it's on that as well. It's like, oh, God, it looks what's, what's wrong with that? Some people are proud it's, of their nation. It's garish. It just tells people where to shoot. I mean, you can aim there if you want. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Some generic updates. Now, I only put these two in there because it um, they caught my eye. So, looking at some generic updates that came with this patch. So, finally, uh, they fixed a bug that sometimes caused the last stand skill, always, to increase the ship speed when the engine was intact. So, that is, when last stand wasn't being used and you were accelerating, you had the Royal Navy Cruiser Acceleration on every other vessel that were equipped last stand. So the last time we played um, clan battles with Condes that had last stand, they were accelerating, even with their speed boosts turning and decelerating like they were. It, it, was, it was obnoxious. So it's taken a long time, but it's glad like, to see... Like the Henri's of old, weren't they? Even worse, because you had that British acceleration. Um, but yeah, it, it's good that this bug is fixed. And um, I don't even know how this bug could come into being, because if you're a super tester, like you're testing for generic things, but you're not... Uh, like, I, when working with code, you, you wonder what someone was doing in this coding section that it got released, undocumented potentially, that changed it for every vessel because um, it's a captain's skill perk and it, it, yes, it applies to ships, but what was being tweaked that broke it in the first place? And th this is my issue with the patch notes that are coming out because they list the changes, but there's obviously a lot of other changes that go along and they're not documented and that's for ip reasons um we don't need to know everything but it is very frustrating to see that there is a bug that is game breaking and people can abuse to their benefit now the second thing i noted now when you when you leave a game early or um, you've dropped into another game the maximum time that you can thank a player or more generally report them used to be five minutes after the end of that battle for whatever reason this, this has been fine for since the inception of karma this has now been incremented to 30 minutes after the battle um gentlemen 
Do you think this, this is bad news for mayhem? <laughs> this is bad news for every CV player out there. Your karma's going to go down to zero if you carry your team to a victory from the other team. Do you really think this is really needed? Like, karma's so ineffective at the moment. Why up this to 30 minutes? I guess someone bitched about it. I don't really know. I, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever played two battles and been like, wow, I need to compliment that guy from two battles ago. I, uh, I don't know. Look, I don't know. I, it's, not, it's nothing really topic-breaking, but it, it just caught my eye after going through the generic updates. It, it's, it's very different to compare to what was listed there. Now we're moving into a section of boats we hate. DDs, tier 5 through to tier 10. I'm going to go first. I would put in the FR25. Most people know of my dis dislike for the FR25, but I'm not. I'm not. I am picking a tier 5 Japanese destroyer. No, it's not the Minikaze. It is the Mutsuki. There are sadly people that actually enjoy this boat. It, it, when you upgrade it, the torps take forever. You get two racks of three. The guns have like a seven and a half second reload of a single turrets that never hit anything. If I if I am forced to play this boat on stream because of my lovely viewers, I I, I want to find a brick wall. I want to find my head and connect the two at high impact because that is how much fun I have with this DD. Yeah, look, I can uh, I can fully agree with you. That that thing is a piece of junk. Uh, I, I remember back in the early days grinding through the Japanese line and uh, having a game in Mitsuki, and there was a DD that I was chasing who was on like 105 hit points or something. So I had to, I had to hit him once to kill him, but he was right on the edge of getting out of detection. So I had to chase him bow on as he was running away. So I couldn't actually bring my rear turret in the game. So I had I, I would have fired at this guy 12 times before I had a shell actually hit him. And, and the uh, guns go every finished. seven seconds. Yeah, it took me forever just to hit him once. And, uh, yeah, I've uh, forever hated that thing. Um, you, you, you're only effective against the biggest potatoes. <laughs> uh, Bex, you might as well go with you next. What's your boat of dislike? Well, I've chosen the Japanese destroyer also. However, I've gone for uh, the premium uh, version of the Shiratsuyu, which is, of course, the Yudachi. <laughs> so Yudachi, now, Shiratsuyu is a genuinely good destroyer. Whether you take it with smoke screen or whether you take it with reload booster, it's it's effective. Yeah, the torps uh, and, and the guns hit hard. Yeah, they do. Um, the Yudachi is a, is a carbon copy, yet it, but it has smoke and reload booster. So you think it should be better, but its torpedoes are hot garbage. Um, and, and they are, like, it's got two quad launchers, um, and they do 63 knots if you spec them for speed, and, and they've got a range of 15Ks, which is and terrific. Th that's actually a pretty good range, but yeah, what, what, what's the range. downside? The, the maximum damage, 15,633, really good damage for a Tier 7. The downside is the detectability range by sea is 1.9 kilometres. That's like, it's it's absurd. How, these are like 20-kilometre Shimakaze torpedoes as far as visibility goes. Oh, I have seen battleships just weave through these, these torpedoes like it's nothing. And they're fat and slow and not hard to hit. And, yeah, I hate I hate this ship. It's so frustrating to play. And uh, I that's probably why I haven't played it in several years. Uh, I... I 
the guns rotate slowly as well. I, I've I've actually got a uh, when I stream on Twitch, I've got a um, long-standing uh, challenge. If I'm in random or ranked, and my team wins, and if the Adachi on my team ends up on top, so on top of the team, that means better than everyone has to be number one. That means I've been carried by Adachi. I would do a five thousand doubloon giveaway straight away on stream. Because I, I don't think this boat is good enough to carry in ranked or random on a win not to be on top. That's fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played it. And after hearing this conversation, yeah, I'm good. Would, would, do you own one, Greeny? Because instead of the FR25, people may send you your darchies. I think I do. I hope I do now. <laughs> I want to get more of them. I am... Um... <laughs> I, I compare them to Shimikaze 20k torps, which of of course are much more visible. They're like two and a half k detection, but they are obviously much deadlier. And I I, I I have played it once or twice. I must admit, I have Devstruck BBs for whatever reason. Just don't see the torps. Um, it can be you do come across players that are unaware of um, the weaknesses of the torpedoes, and they just sail through and they eat them. There, we come across players that are unaware of their need to breathe. <laughs> All right. Um, Greeny, what's your DD of choice? Greeny. Uh, sorry, I was thinking. Uh, I, I, I know we discussed it before, and I didn't want to go with it, but fuck it. I'm going to go with it. The the tier seven in that fucking German gunboat line. Z31, I think it is. Oh, what do uh, you like about the slowest 150 or 152 millimeter The guns? slowest, weakest piece of shit 150 destroyer that has no DPM, no utility, no AA. And again, it's keeping people from getting to the Schultz, which is an incredible destroyer. It's, Why? it's it's the single turrets, I think, that annoy me. By the time you get to the Schultz, which turn into the double turrets, that just feels so much more natural. Yeah, the, the, it's it's incredible, the, the Schultz and the Elbing, because you get the, the duels. They all are relatively good turret traverse. Z31, no turret traverse. Yeah. Um, no DPM, no reload, no nothing. Oh, I, I agree with you, Z31. Uh, I, I've got it listed as a crap boat. Um, I, if we were to make that boat better because it's tech tree, I, I wouldn't even work with the guns. I, I'd give it some offensive power. I'd actually give it a hydro. I know that's not a feature of the line. Um, the Elbing gets a def AA and a few other things, but as a tier 7 that's split, maybe give it a the equivalent of the tier 7 or the tier 8 hydro. Make it... Make it still have the weaker guns, but given an opportunity, that could be a team player somewhere. Well, I mean, it's got the same gun power as a Z39, hasn't it, really? Yes. But it lacks the hydro. Uh, and um, I think the torps are pretty similar, maybe a slightly longer range. Slightly longer range, but, um, yeah, it's just as a sits and smoke. Look, you can get great games in it. The AP is great, again, against targets that are broadside, but it's a slower oh, yeah. fire. You do damage, but um, knife fights, and without that hydro, it can get bullied. And because being T7, seeing T9 so much, it does get bullied. So that's that's a pretty good choice. I'm surprised you didn't go with the FR25, though, Greeny. So here's here's the crazy thing. I might this might be Stockholm syndrome, 
but I don't hate the FR25. Well, um, it, it hides you. Wow. Oh, here well, we when, go. When are you streaming World of Warships again next, Greeny? I've got to do some ship requests for you. So he, here's, here's the thing. I don't mind the French gunboat style of play. The, it, it's very fun. But it's, I, I it's like Italian. That. I, it's Italian. I, I know. Hold on. The, I love the um, engine smoke that it gets to. That's great. And if I remember correctly, it has okayish torps, I think. Greeny, you, you're going to have to play this boat next time you play boats. The first time you play, I want to see the replay in the in-screen side shirts, please. Okay. Um, solo, no div. I want to see how you suffer in this because it does sound like you have Stock Stockholm syndrome there. Okay. I've, I, I mean, with the way I have it built, I have 15 two kilometer gun range. I just sit at long range. I farm things with AP. And uh, and my ship or my ship and my HE. So I, 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 I've done, I do the same gun built range. You got to have the 15k because in close you're a liability. So sometimes yeah. you can yolo in torps, but yeah, you're, you're sitting there at gun range farming is the best way. Yeah, you can kind of rush things down with the with the torpedoes because you have two of the French uh, triples. Pretty good damage, 15,000 a torpedo, and you can just engine smoke in. So if something comes around the corner and you're bowing, you can rush it. If not, you can just sit at range and play the French kind of uh, dodge type game. Yep. It's not terrible. It's not the best. It's kind of just meh. So you've heard it here, Greeny would rather play FR25 over Z31. Yep. I, I do that a thousand days a week. I don't think there's anything redeeming about the Z31. And he says he's from the better hemisphere, Bex. I question him. We got oh. to the moon. I'm sorry. I'm I'm up here designing supercomputers while you Cro-Magnons are banging rocks together. I'm sorry <laughs> you don't understand it. <laughs> I, I think I think the Z35 is worse again, frankly. The Z35. Which one's that one? Is that the one with the? Um... That's one with the six K torps. Oh Jesus! Yes, Christ! Yes, that thing is rubbish. They 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 built that as a, the one twenty seven millimeter quick firing DD with smoke. Oh, does it have hydro? It does have hydro, yeah. But it's got the six K torps. But the, the funniest thing I remember this vividly. I I played it on stream for the first time, thinking, uh, telling everyone how crap it is. What bloody happens? I'm in a T10 game. I torp a Helen that's charging me in my smoke that I didn't even detect. I just dropped my torps and I, I dev strike him. And then I just torp another boat. And I'm ending up like in the top three on a win. I'm like, like I hate this boat. It, it seems so crap, and yet I've just demonstrated that it looked like it does well like it, it, it's frustrating when people like you want to highlight something so poor and the other team just go nope i'm going to sail into your torps and make it look good i forgot the z44 exists that can also go down no, i like that the As 12k 60 second torps it's it's got utility i mean yeah it's got utility but if i want something that has good torp range and good reload there's other boats to play and i think there's just more fun stuff at the tier mm. but there aren't there aren't there aren't the german ones yeah because the germany doesn't know how to build destroyers so i'm sure there were people that would say things like jervis because people get annoyed that has 7k torps instead of the eight that the garage Armada has or um i look i know there are people that really enjoy the maha now but i, I still don't like it as a t7 dd i still have um 
I played it back in the day when the captain skill trees used to go up to level 5 so there was no level 4 and concealment was level 5 so you needed a 15 point captain 15 or 14 point captain back in the day to get the concealment and when you used to come up against Benson's that ran the CE captain or module it, your Bahan got spotted and you had the short range torps I, I just see this boat now and I just go I still have mental issues of playing it last time I can't even see the good side of it now you heard it here first everyone Grafer just admitted to having mental issues yep there we go that's good I like that Bexy, uh, it might be a few months till you're invited back till we're desperate again. <laughs> I would have thought so. <laughs> All right. You want to know what, Bexy? I'm also adding a caveat. You can't come back until I destroyed you in an eating contest with those giant hot dog weenie things. Right? That's another Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not willing to go back and try that thing. They're, they're actually, there's another place here in Adelaide called Schnitthaus, and they have a, um, they've got a challenge there where it's a one kilogram schnitzel plus sides. And a litre of beer, and you got forty-five minutes to knock it off. I can do that. that. I can do that. A one kilogram schnitzel. Yeah. The fuck's a schnitzel? Hold on. Uh, a a uh, crumb chicken. A a crumb. You don't. You know what a schnitzel is. Oh, crumb chicken's good. Breaded chicken. Yeah. yeah that's good. You went to yeah, Germany. They, they they sell schnitzels there. It's the home. But of it's the like schnitzel. a whole chicken. <laughs> Green, Green yeah, will eat the chicken, the chicken's sister, and then the chicken's mother all in one go. Here we go. Give me more. I want to see the father. I'll have that rooster too. He's the guy that walks yeah, into the salt, and, the salt I'll, food I'll look the cafe. Jake Blues. Yeah, or four fried chickens and a Coke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll, look the chick, I'll look the chef in the eye and be like, bring out the rest of the family. I'm fucking hungry. He'll ask for a free ref refill for his beer because he'll scale it first and go, I want to have another leader just to make it challenging. Yeah. Got to have, gotta have everything nice and lubricated before I eat that, that uh, the schnitzel. There you go. Uh, on that note, I must say, Bexy, thank you for coming on at the last moment. It's been a pleasure to have you on as always. And as Greeny, it has been a pleasure as well. Thank you for coming on this week. Apologies, it is late night for you so you can go to bed and oh i forgot to ask bex have you had a dream about world of warships but we'll leave that for next time when bex is here um, certainly not <laughs> all right that answers that question thank you greenie thank you bex for coming on hope you gentlemen have a great weekend cheers fellas i'm going to bed and then going to work tomorrow let's go he, he works he works for the money Take care, everyone. See you out there on the seas. And if you do have feedback, especially about uh, the T-11 Soviet supership and Smolensk builds, remember DM Captain Green. Till then, take care.